0: All right, so tonight I want to share a powerful message with you for the next 30 minutes. The title of this message is called, Can We Hear? Each one of us are hearing many things, but we got to be very watchful on what we're allowing ourselves to hear. So you can hear, but the difference is you say, I'm not allowing what I'm hearing to get into my heart, my spirit, man my conscience, my thoughts. How many know we can turn? I want to say this. If we can have ears to hear, that also means we can have ears not to hear. Say amen if you can hear me. So choices here. On hearing. Very powerful. I have to condition myself. I have to train myself on what to hear and not hear. Because the Bible does teach us if you do hear the word of God, what will come? Faith. Now, if you hear the opposite of the word of God, what will come? Fear. So we got to be very watchful. I'll take it one step further. Even if you hear it, it's up to us if we're going to allow it to be deposited. Because how I many you know the world right now, the government, everyone else, um, you know, is, is saying things, but we got to be very watchful according to what the bible's saying to us does it line up does it line up does it line up with the gospel does it line up with what god already said to me and this is how you diagnose how you dissect what we're hearing today does it line up with what god is saying so tonight i want to talk to talk to you about can you hear and what are you hearing about a month, month and a half ago, when we knew that we made a decision, well, let me back up. We made a decision to start back up these meetings, because we were having them once a month here at this building and another building, and God was doing great things, but then, you know, it closed. Uh, the wonderful woman who owns this place, Lauren, uh, she, this is all her area, and I, I kept calling her a few months ago, hey, are you open yet? She goes, not yet, not yet. Not yet. Well, we called her about a month ago. We said, man, we really want to come back. She goes, I'm not open yet. But then she got quiet. She goes, well, things are starting to loosen up. And she goes, when do you want to come back? I said, June 13 will be great. And it was like, well, June 15, you know, things are going to change. And she kind of just stepped out and said, you'll be the first one to use my building in a year and a half. I said, sign us up. So we're the first one to come back in this bit, and guess what? What are the first ones declaring from the get-go? Yeah. Woo! Come on. See how powerful this is. This meeting. We come to declare that we're going to pray over LA the righteousness of God. We're going to come to say over LA that you know that Jesus is Lord. That. The Spirit of God dwells here, and we're going to stay. We're not going to run no more. I had, I had the Spirit of God speak to me. He says, Rick, I'm tired of people running out of L.A. Run back into L.A. How many know you need to run into the fire to turn it off? Amen. So very powerful. So about a month and a half ago, God began to speak to me about this message tonight. Can we hear? Now, if me and my wife and our team would have lend an ear to what's been being said lately. We wouldn't be here. It would have talked us out of having this meeting. Think about it. We were pressing the envelope. I was calling her, saying, hey, we want to get back in there. We want to get back in there. We want to get back. We're okay. We're all vaccinated. I got the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside, cleaning me every day. I mean, hey, come on, shout me down, somebody. So, I mean... What I was hearing in prayer is, get back into the city. Because someone has to say. Right. Yeah. Someone, has, someone has to declare. Yeah. Right. And we as believers know what to say. Am I right? right. We're, we're, we're trained in the word. We're hearing the word of God. So it, it's very important for us for us to be here. That's why we're here tonight. Right. Putting the flag and saying we're not leaving no more. And I'm going to take it one step further. We're believing God for our own building in L.A our own studio so we never have to rent again we don't have to open a gate no more amen we're believing for our own parking lot why not with god all things are possible so we're believing god for our own studio where we can film 24 7 you know we can just we can have church we can do things praise god hallelujah so tonight i want you to go on your iphones your ipads or just listen tonight to the book of Jude, Jude chapter 1. I want to talk about tonight hearing. Can we hear? Every time we open up the Word of God, I encourage you, before you start reading, say this. I have ears that hear. I have eyes that see. And I have a heart that understands the word of God. You got to set that in motion. And let me say this. You got to cancel out the noise. Within your prayer time. And your reading time. How many know there's so much noise in this world? And that noise is designed. You know I see Pastor Richard Joy here. I just preached in this church a few weeks ago. And I preached the message about the noise. How we need to cancel out The noise. And and, and while we were preaching in this church, we seen in scripture that Jesus said, you are of your father, John chapter 8, you are of your father, the father of lies. So we dissect that scripture. Satan is the father of noise. So we got to be very watchful that we cancel out the noise before we even try to get into the word. And you got to quiet yourself. You know, there's sometimes, uh, I I'm, I'm in maybe in my study, and, and I'm reading, and the whole family comes over. I just close my Bible. You know what? Once they leave, I'll get back into this thing. Because I'm real serious about what I'm reading, my time with God. You know, I'm not saying my kids are noise. Hello. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when the grandkids come in and all that, you know, it's just better to close your Bible. I'll be back in a little bit. So you got to prepare yourself on how to hear. And when I was reading Jude chapter 1, the Spirit of God says, Can you hear what the man of God is saying? Can you hear what Jude chapter 1, verse 1 is saying? And man, I I begin to read this scripture. I've been reading it for over a month and a half, dissecting it and dissecting it, seeing what the man of God, Jude, is saying to me. And that's what I want to share with you tonight. Say amen if you want to hear it. All right, Jude chapter 1, verse 1. Let me read this scripture, then we'll dissect it. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ, and brother of James, to them, to them, to them that are sanctified by God the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ, and called. Jude is talking to someone here. And ladies and gentlemen, it's me and you. But can we hear it? I'm telling you, I read the scriptures. I've been been a Christian now for 56 years. I think I was born in the church. Literally. I must have read the scripture a million times. But I tell you, I never seen it the way I seen it a month and a half ago. It's because the ears were open. Because the ears were open to hear. I wanted to hear what God wanted to say to us tonight. So my ears were open. And I could hear it. Amen? I know this is a mouthful, this scripture. But my question is, can we hear what this scripture is saying? I would like to dissect this scripture tonight, and then we're going to pray. Number one, Jude was a servant of Jesus Christ. And the word servant means a messenger, a sent one, someone with a message. Ladies and gentlemen, it's so important who the messenger is and who he's sent from. The scripture's telling me that he is a messenger of Jesus Christ. So I want to hear his message. I just preach myself out. I want to hear the message from a man or a woman of God only sent by Jesus Christ. So let me just say this. In this time we're living in, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of messengers. They could be on the left, they could be on the right, they could be uh, Democrats, they can be Republicans, they can be uh, conservatives, it doesn't matter. You need to know everyone's a messenger. Let me just say that. Everyone's a messenger, but you better know who sent them. In the scripture we see, let me ask you, who sent Jude? Jesus Christ. That's what this, see how easy that was? but we can read it over and over and not see or receive the meat of it. So Jude was a messenger of Jesus Christ. So my ears are open to that. Say amen. Amen. Jude was sent, watch this, with a message though. How many know when an ambassador of America is sent to another nation or a country, he is sent with a message message. His only responsibility is when he gets to that nation is to, br- is to display, to say what his nation gave him to say. He, ha- he has no part in interfering with his own message. Well, let me tell you what I think about America. Let me really tell you what's going on in my nation. If, if America would find out They would yank his chain back and say, we didn't send you to say that. You were supposed to represent us as a nation. I sent you as an ambassador to only say what you've been sent to say. So having ears to hear will help us only hear what we should hear. Even if they call themselves Christians. I might step on some toes here. Even if if it's coming out of a church, if it doesn't line up with Jesus Christ, the messenger, you better have ears to hear. Listen. We're not anointed to judge people, but we are anointed to judge the scriptures. We have been given that privilege. Well, my Bible says... I'm just going to go with what the Bible says. My ears and my eyes are open to see what the Word says. I represent the Word. I am an ambassador of the Word. It's it's amazing, but across the street is Oprah Winfrey's studio. That's her studio right there. And I always tell people this. Uh, If I was ever invited to be on the Oprah Winfrey show, and she presented some questions that she wanted to ask, and... You can kind of catch my drift on some of these questions. I will say, well, you really don't want to ask me what I think. You want to ask the one I represent what he thinks. So I threw it off my shoulders, and I threw it back on Jesus. I represent him, so I only want to say what he's saying. You don't want my opinion. I'm just a man. But I've been sent by him. Do you see the double-edged sword here? We only need to allow people to speak into our life who are speaking, who are sent from Jesus Christ. And the other side of the sword is we got to be very watchful that we're not giving our own opinion. How many know everybody has an opinion right now? Everybody knows politics right now. Everybody wants to become a prophet right now. Don't say anything unless Jesus Christ sends you to say it. We are talking about that at me, Brother George, today. Don't open your mouth. Don't begin to prophesy. Don't begin to declare the future if Jesus Christ hasn't told you to say it. Now, now we're just representing, well, this is what I think. I don't want to hear what you think. Is it the Lord? Say amen, somebody. All right, so Jude was a messenger. I wanted to see that. And he has a message for me and you. The second thing that we see here that Jude has a message, but the message is for us. The message that Jude has from Jesus Christ, it's for me. So now I'm really paying attention. And this is the message right here. Jude was a messenger to us, meaning, and this is the message, to them that are Sanctified. Jesus Christ sent Jude to tell me, Rick Raina, Rick Reina, you are sanctified. I need you to know that I have sanctified you. You're no longer dirty. Let me kind of break this word down really quick. The word sanctified means to be made holy. Rick, I want you to know that I have made you holy holy, you're no longer if I could say it this way mm, a piece of trash you're no longer unworthy, you're just not you're no longer just a number I have sanctified you I have made you holy this is the message I need to know this more than ever today in this sense, uh, society who I am I'm holy Then I took it a step further. I need to research what the word holy means. The word holy means to be made right or to be put in the right. I know I I do not have to be ashamed to be a son of Jesus Christ because He made me right. He made me holy. I know who I am in this day and hour. I'm holy. You know, I'm not, I don't encourage you to walk around through the streets and say, I'm holy, I'm holy, I'm holy. No, don't, don't get funny. But you gotta know who you are, especially when the devil's telling you who you're not. Because right now the devil has an opinion for, for everything, but we have to know who we are. Jude is giving us the message. Jesus Christ wants to let you know Rick that you are sanctified. You are holy. You are set apart. You have been made right. You're in the right. Oh, let me tell you that. That speaks to me. I'm of the group who is right. Because right now, it doesn't everybody say they're right? I'm on the left. I'm on the right. I'm with this group. I'm with that group. I'm a part of this group. You know, I'm... I'm I'm in the group that Jesus is. I'm sanctified. I have been made holy. I'm in the right. I have been made right. I know who I am without any confusion. I'm not confused who I belong to. I'm not confused who I am, where I stand with Jesus. Now, let me just help you take it one more step really quick. Who is the condemner of the brethren? Satan himself. You better know this when he's condemning you. You better know this when you not on purpose slip up because he's ready to come to condemn you and tell you who you're not. And you better know who you are right now. Wait a minute, devil. I'm not unsanctified because maybe I said something or I slipped. Hey, I've been sanctified because Jesus said so. You want to unsanctify me? Go talk to my master, Jesus. He made me holy. Now, in order for us not just to, I said this at the red carpet premiere, I just don't want to be a part of Hollywood, L.A., I want to take over. There's a difference. How many know there's a difference between the employee and the employer? How many know there's a difference between the poor and the rich? How many know there's a difference between the person who does not have the key and the one that does have the key? How many know there's a difference between the renter and the owner? Sanctified, made right. You got to know who you are. This is the message that Jude is telling us who came from Jesus Christ. Let me give you one more thought. Jude also said in this scripture that we are preserved. This really ministered to me. Preserve. Preserve meaning to keep alive. Preserve also means to make something last. Amen. Preserve also means to keep up with. Preserve also means to maintain something. Listen, I was thinking about this. What do food manufacturers do to food to make it last? They fill it with preservatives. I want to let you know that Jesus told Jude, let Rick know, Jude, that I have put a preservative in him that's going to cause him to last. I put something inside Rick that's dwelling in him that's going to keep him alive, keep him alive even in a pandemic. You better know this. Can I drop a bomb on you? It's not the vaccine that's going to keep the virus and sickness away from you. It's knowing this, that you're preserved because Jesus said it. And we got to hear what Jude is saying here. Jesus told you, told Rick to tell Rick, listen now, that I'm going to preserve him. You know, it's amazing how you can get an Oreo cookie. And I have done this before, Jay. I have found Preston, my son Preston here. Uh, I ride motorcycles, and uh, sometimes I go on a tour, and I get back on a Monday. On the tour, uh, sometimes when you're riding and the sun's beating on you, and you got 200 miles under your belt, sleepiness tries to come on you. Because the vibration of the bike kind of just puts you to sleep man. the mountains just rolling, your hair is flipping back like that, and and you're looking really cool on your motorcycle. Sleepiness tries to come in. So prior to that, I'll buy some candies, some hard candy or those gummy bears or those hot tamales, and I'll put them in a little bag between my handlebars. So sleepiness tries to come on me. I'll grab some of those candies and I'll put them in my mouth and I'll, I'll wake up. Well, maybe. Two months have passed from that tour. And maybe I'm in my living room and Preston comes over and he likes candy. And I think, oh, I want to bless my son with some candy. So I'll go to my motorcycle and pull out these candies that has been there for two months. And he already knows. I bring them to him. I say, Preston, son, I want to bless you with these gummy bears. And the first thing he says to me, Padre, how long, how long have they been in there? And I say, son, don't worry about it. It has preservatives. It's going to last forever. (laughs) Ladies and (laughs) gentlemen. So same thing with that Oreo cookie. I have found cookies before that have been in my garage for years. And I'm working in my garage. I don't have time to go inside and eat. So I'll just eat one of those cookies. They're good. Okay. I said all of that to say this. Jesus told you to tell us they have in a preserve that he has placed a preservative and it's activated in, in us to keep us alive in the midst of what everyone else is suffering everyone else going through things there's, there's, it's in us but if you can't hear this you'll react to oh it's cold outside I might get a flu you know uh, it's hot outside I can't go work and cut the yards I might get a heat stroke See, the enemy always has something to throw at us, to talk us out of the promises of God. But if you can hear what Jesus is saying through his men, through his women, those things will keep you alive. I'm, I'm telling you right now, some people don't agree with me, but I declare daily I'm looking younger and feeling younger. I'm, hey, it's just me. I, now, And I say this, don't blame me because I hear Jude, because I hear other men in the Bible. I'm only declaring what I see in the word, that I'm strong and I'm healthy. The Bible says that my youth is renewed like the eagles, So I declare, hey, I feel like I'm 17 years old. I'm declaring. I'm just declaring what I see in the word. And what I declare is preserving me. It's keeping me alive. Let me, let me just give that real, real quick. I have two minutes left what the word preserve means. The word preserve means to keep alive. Can I just give you a quick testimony? Just real quick. Now, this past week, me and my wife went away to prepare for this this evening. And we were in our our RV at an RV park. We do this once a month to go rest, get refreshed. It's funny what I'm about to say, but... For some reason, it was after dinner, my wife was cleaning the kitchen in, in the RV, and you know how you clean the stove, and you got that wet towel, and you're turning the the, the knobs of the, the stove, or, yeah, the stove, and she went into the fridge, and we put everything away. And, and, and that night, she made, um, she, what did you make? Brussels sprouts with butter, and she toasted those Brussels sprouts, and you know, after she, we ate dinner, we kind of smelt the Brussels sprouts, and then, you know, no big deal, you know, you know. Oh, they were good. Well, we went for a walk. We went for a walk around the RV park, and we came back, and my wife said, man, I can smell those Brussels sprouts. Go throw the trash. So I got the trash, threw the trash. Well, that night, you know, we're watching TV, and she goes, man. It smells in here, Brussels sprouts. So I opened up the hatch, and man, I got air going into this thing, the air conditioning on, and fans blowing. I said, no, I can't get this smell out. The word preserve means to keep alive. But we went to bed that night. Man, just, you can smell it. Went to bed. In the middle of the night, we were woken up by our uh, alarm, our uh, smoke alarm, but the other one, the 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 carbon, yeah, the alarm started to beep, 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 like two in the morning. I got up. I said, fear, no, no fear. (laughs) I got up, turned the light on. I found it. You have to reset it, push the button. I go, why did it go off? I said, but it still smells like Brussels sprouts, whatever, you know. Well, I turned the light on and I went to the stove and the gas was on. And if you know anything about RVs, the gas turns on, but the pilot, you have to get a flicker and turn it on. The gas was on and we thought, we didn't know. So we went to bed with the gas on. With pretty much all the windows closed. Okay. Come on now. In the natural, not knowing this scripture, what do you think could have happened? Okay, right, Am I right? We could have. In the, if, if I did not know this scripture, what the word, pre- I've been on the scripture for a month and a half now. Jesus said, Jude, tell Rick I'm going to preserve him. And, and I dissect this scripture, and the word preserve means to keep alive. I got up, turned that thing off. Holy Spirit said, look at the gas, the stove. It was on. You could barely hear it, and you could smell That's what we were smelling. The windows were closed. Nettie got up. I opened the doors. I opened the windows. I mean, in the middle of the night, and the devil said, I'm going to kill you. I'm trying to kill you. And the Spirit of God said, you got a preservative in you. He can't touch you. Then the Spirit of God said, it was not a close call. You know, right away, your response, man, that was a close call, man, we could have done. Don't say that. See, you only say that if you don't know what Jude is saying to you. So my response was, that was no big deal, Natty. We just left the windows open for a while. We went back to sleep. Oh, the devil was there saying, man, it was a close call. I almost took you out right before Sunday. That's what we went for, when we to get ready for this meeting. And the Spirit of God said, don't listen to that. It was not a close call. When you know that you have a, a, you, the preservative attitude working inside you, That's right. the devil can't touch you. To preserve means I will keep you alive. Mm-hmm. Wow. To make lasting, how I many know we're not wearing out? That's right. To keep up with, Jesus wants. You ever you ever seen a beautiful? Lush garden, and you say, Wow, who's who's maintaining this? Well, that's what people should say about us who's their God? Who's inside of them? What do they have? I want what they have. It's Jesus. And number four, Jude is saying to us, My brother, come up, play the guitar. Jude is saying to us, At the very end of that scripture, Jesus said, tell them that I called them, that they're the called. They're the called. They need to know that I have called them. Because once you know that you're called, the devil cannot talk you out of your calling. And Jay, I went into a little deeper search of this, and I said, well, what does this mean to be called by Jesus? And watch this information that he gave me. The word called... Means to be picked. What happens to a minor league baseball player when he's on a farm team and the major league team called the farm club? What do they do? They call him, call him up. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been called by God. Jesus told you, Tell them that I have called. Everyone in this room, we've been called by God. Say this with me, say, I hear I have ears to hear Listen, God has called every single one of us to do mighty works for Him. We've been called by God. Me and my wife and my son Eric, my daughter Christian, my son Preston, my other daughter Destiny, she's around here, my granddaughter the counties, all of us here. We've been called to lift up Jesus. We've been called up. this is the major leagues. We've been called. Jude said, you've been called to be on the team. I've been called to be on the team. I'm on the team. And it goes back to what my wife was saying, I mean it was in the natural it was a little hectic. To get to this place. My son here, he ordered new banners for this meeting. They say Rally LA. I mean, he ordered new stuff to make this place look good. Found out yesterday that the printer didn't print them. I mean, I, I I have to admit I got a little bit out of shape, you know. You <laughs> know, I, I had to adjust and readjust. I said, okay, son, just bring bring our ministry back. This meeting's called Rally LA. We had a beautiful banner that simply says "Rally LA." You didn't know that you like that banner, but you know. But I'm just saying, though. <laughs> I had to adjust and readjust. And no, God called me. I know that I'm called for this meeting. I know that I'm called for such a time this, as this to raise up Jesus here in LA. Amen. So Jude said, "I want you to, l- to let them know that they've been selected." And that's how I feel right now. Another word for call is to be selected these film festivals. Every day I'm getting emails. Every other day I'm getting an email from these film festivals. And I look for them now. And they say, selected or non-selected. Oh, I like selected ones. That's what Jesus is saying. I'm approving you. I have called you for such a time. As this. Please stand to your feet tonight. Can we hear what Jude is saying to him. Can we hear what Jesus Christ told you the messenger? And this is what I want you to do tonight, to close your eyes, lift up your hands. From this night forward, I want to encourage you to only lend an ear to messengers who have been sent by Jesus we got to be very watchful who we're allowing to speak into our lives. Because what they're saying will preserve us. It'll keep us alive. And if people are speaking into our lives that are not sent by Jesus Christ, it'll cut our lives short. It'll tell you you're not sanctified. It'll tell you you're not holy. It'll get your eyes off of Jesus. I want to let you know that Jesus is my source, not the government. I want to let you know that Jesus is my healer. Jesus is my deliverer. But I'm only convinced by it when I hear it from a messenger. I want to let you know that I'm a messenger here in L.A. And I want to speak what I see in the Word. And I believe what I'm speaking is from Jesus Christ. I believe Rally LA is a messenger from Jesus Christ. And what we're speaking here will bless your life, will encourage your life. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters tonight that came, that came tonight. I speak, Lord, the blessing over them, spiritually, physically, mentally, socially, financially, over their ministry, their businesses, their job, their careers. I speak over their wants, their needs, their desires. I speak over their auditions. I speak over their new books. I speak over their new films, their new music. Whatever you have called them to do, God, I speak your blessing over I bless it in Jesus' name. God, be we receive tonight that we're sanctified. Say that with me when I say tonight, I'm sanctified. I'm holy. I'm made right. I say this with me tonight. I am preserved. I'm lasting long. I say this with me tonight. Say I'm called. I'm on the team. I've been called up. I have been selected. All this So, Father, tonight we receive the word. We receive the word, what the man of God said, Jew, unto us. We take it, Lord. We receive it tonight, and we begin to meditate on it. And every time we open up our word, we see God. We have ears that hear, we have eyes to see, and a heart that understands the word of God in Jesus' name. And Lord, tonight we speak over the city of L.A. We say, Righteousness, come forth. come forth. The righteousness of God, come forth in this city. And we speak to every wicked spirit. We speak to wickedness. Everything that's been wicked, that's been twisted, we say, Come to an end in this city. In Jesus' name. We speak over the, the government, the mayor. The police force over this city. We say your spiritual eyes be open to, to God in Jesus' name. We declare that righteousness, we say that righteousness comes alive in this city. We, we say over this city, be blessed. And we say from this night forward, we come to stay and to set up the kingdom of God. We declare that Rally LA, we say that the people are coming. We say sons and daughters are coming to this meeting who will go back out and not just be a part of the city, that we would take over the city. In the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight, we receive your word, and we're very watchful to give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you believe it? Do you receive it? Give God praise